Okay, um, we are live. Finally, after a month, I guess, where do I start? All of you guys listening, um, thank you for sticking around. So we're just going to post this episode because it's, it's been long overdue. And the more we wait, the more we're just going to hold on to it. So introduce my next guest. And I hope you guys enjoy this episode. And if you do, make sure you guys subscribe, follow. Make sure you guys share this story. That's the most important thing. Just share it. Uh, but today's guest is actually my man, Derek, who did America's Got Talent with the Wildcats. Won NCAA three times, including TVCC. And the guy is a legend. So please, I uh, hope you guys enjoy this episode with Derek. I really enjoyed it. So yeah, stick around. Thank you. Honestly, I would say go for it. I did. I just threw myself out there. You you really never know until you do something. Like everyone goes through falls and setbacks and whatever and trials and tribulations, but you never know unless you actually do it. And you don't want to be that person to where you're like, you get to a certain age, you can't really cheer no more. Derek, welcome to the podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that took a while. <laughs> how you been? Good. How are you? Uh, I am doing. I'm actually doing really amazing today. Like this right now, just the first four minutes of the podcast. Uh, I just feel di- it feels different. That's great. I don't know. It's just something about something about the podcast and being able to talk to someone else. Some of these people that I've I've never met, mm-hmm. um, but the energy and the conversations are always flowing in a very dynamic way yeah so i'm excited about this uh actually we were supposed to record this podcast about a week ago uh, yeah <laughs> and something happened what happened <laughs> messed up my finger dislocated it at a cheer clinic but how did that happen though like was it from a stud it was from a stud i was teaching a girl how to do a cartwheel she was coming in fast so tried to catch her like like tumbling fast like she was trying oh, to tumble man. into me. Oh no! It was it was crazy. <laughs> what was your first reaction? You're like, uh, coach. <laughs> I didn't really know it even happened. It just kind of felt like my finger jammed, and then I set her out, and then um, we went to get set again, and I looked down and I was like, my fingers broke, and then <laughs> <laughs> I got rushed to the locker room, and then the trainer came and got me, and then I ended up going to the hospital after that. But I mean. Your finger was literally like ninety degree oh, angle. Yeah. I mean, I was like, Derek, they have I would to pop be crying, it in and it hurts so bad. And I want to talk more about your story, Derek, because I am so fascinated with the story. And let's talk about your cheerleading journey. How how did cheer got into your life? Okay, so um, it's actually kind of funny. So I'm, we moved back to Texas in like 2015, I believe. And um, I didn't do sports like that ever. Uh, I think I did football for like two days and then I quit. But I was in like middle school, elementary school. And then um, my mom, when I lived with my mom at the time, she had came in my room and she was talking to me and stuff. And she was like, basically calling me lazy and that I need to make more friends and I'm an antisocial and this and that. And then I was like, well, I don't know what you want me to do about that. 
So then <laughs> I think it was like a week later, I was walking down, because um, our high school is really, it's really built. I was walking down one of these halls and I just seen like a cheerleading tryout poster. I think I was like a sophomore in high school. And I was just like, I mean, I don't know much about cheer, but it should be fun. So then I went to the cheer, I think they had like a cheer clinic or cheer trials the next week. Um, went up there. I didn't have no tumbling. I could barely jump. I didn't know how to stunt. But I was like brand new to cheerleading. So I was just kind of there. And um, Did you get into it or did you try out? Honestly, I think I was friends with some people that were on the cheer team. And I was telling them about it. And they were like telling me to try out. Um regardless of like my lack of knowledge, lack of skill, they're like, you'd bring like a great spirit and you can also learn, like you can learn how to tumble, you can learn how to stunt, you can learn how to jump, but yeah, I just have to have that drive for it, which I already have to drive for it, even though I didn't know anything about it, but I already had drive for cheer. So I tried out and originally I was placed on junior varsity because of my lack of skill and stuff. And then my coach was like, I think she put me on varsity, like, a month later because you usually stay on one team for a year and then you try out hoping to make the next team the next year so she mm-hmm. ended up keeping me on jv and they ended up bumping it bumping me up to varsity because i started learning how to tumble i started learning how to jump and it took me a while to learn how to tumble and get good technique and everything but i started learning how to do that and then it's kind of went up from there i ended up going to an all-star gym I went to an all-star gym to learn how to tumble, and then the gym owner had seen me and seen how, like, big I was, and she was like, we can use him for stunting, and I didn't know how to <laughs> stunt, so I was like, I don't know, I went to a gym, and I think I wanted to, like, go sign some waivers, I'm wearing, like, khaki pants, in case you die. yeah, I'm wearing, like, khaki pants and, like, a sweatshirt, because I'm not planning to do anything at all, I'm just signing a waiver, and she's like, <laughs> come, she was like, come here next Monday at, like, 7 p.m., and come practice with one of our teams, and I was like, are you kidding me? And then, so I didn't want to do it at first just because I was really nervous and wh- or whatever. But then I went up there and I thought I was just practicing with them. I ended up on, I was on that team for like two or three years. So uh, that's kind of how that it, happened. <laughs> was there a lot of, was there a lot of boys in that team? Oh, people come and go from that gym, honestly. So I can't remember much, but we mm. did have, um, I think you have to have like requirement of boys like five boys or something four or five boys but there were a lot of boys at that gym there were a lot of boys at that gym when they try to recruit you there was like a lot of them then yeah for sure there was a lot of them so it wasn't just me like half all the coaches were like males there was like a few female coaches and we had boys coming in learning how to stumble learning how to stunt um there was boys there were boys all over Mm -hmm. You did now. Now in that in that time, where you're doing all star and you're doing high school, then mm-hmm. so both at the same time. Yeah, I think I did. I started high school cheer, and then my coach was like, "I'll put you on varsity if you can start learning how to tumble." And like, I think the next week, or probably the same week, honestly, because there was actually two girls on my um, high school cheer team that cheered at that gym. So I would mm-hmm. carpool with them up to the gym, and I think that next week. Um, I started getting my back handspring. That took me, that was probably the longest skill that, that was a skill back that handspring? took me forever to get. I never understood back handsprings. But, was it because of the mental blocks or because of just uh, the snapping and uh, 
it was technique. all of the above. I have a thing with my hands. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't like flipping backwards onto... I mean, I don't mind it now. Like, I can do it right. now. But, like, flipping backwards onto my hands. Like, I've seen videos of people with them, like, clipped and their fingers jamming and all that stuff. And oh, that's what the, the fails. Yes, that's what scared me the most. Because I was like, I don't want to end up like that. But <laughs> I don't want to... I don't want to be. I don't want to end up in a fails yeah, compilation. <laughs> I've had my fair share of fails for sure. <laughs> no, that's um. No, tumbling is it's definitely the scariest. I mean, I I don't know who I don't know who created or who started the I tumbling thing. <laughs> it's like whoever did that. Why? Wait, who just and then flip backwards one day and land on their feet? Who just thought of that? I. And I wonder, I wonder if they once they succeed, and they're like, "All right, that's that that's a new skill." Right, that's a new skill. Because <laughs> there's no way they would have done it the first time. No way. There's no way. Absolutely not. Stunting for me is kind of like when I first started cheering. Stunting, I mean, I would like I said, I didn't know that much about cheering. I didn't know you could go to college with cheerleading. I didn't know you could go as far as you can go with cheerleading. I just know about like, and I'm doing group stunts. I'm not doing co-ed. I don't know anything about co-eds. I just know about prep prep lib like i just know about mm-hmm. the simple basics and stuff and so that's kind of like what i started out with and then i go to the all-star gym and i seen that girls are actually getting thrown up by one guy and i was like that might be something fun to try and then um i had i think i was like 16 or 17 i had made a goal for myself i was like the the only skill i want to get is a full up and then i thought it stopped there so then i barely got a full up and then i'm seeing people do like <laughs> rewinds and full twisting rewinds and extended hand to hands and I was like Hold up. I was like that was not in the contract. I don't know where <laughs> that came from at all. And then I started understanding that stunning is like there's a lot more to stunning. So then I was like, mm-hmm. I wanna get all those skills now. Well but what's that feeling like though when you're when you realize I mean I know that feeling, but maybe some of the people that are listening probably don't know that that feeling yet. Yeah. Of of wow. I have all that power. Yeah, for sure. Um, that feel it's a great feeling just knowing that you can do something like that. Cause not a lot of people are even able to like stunt, like not just because they don't want to, because like they physically can't. I mean, there's mm-hmm. small guys. There's some small guys that can't stunt. But, I mean, there's people that who really just can't stunt, and just knowing that yeah. you can stunt is like that's it's pretty fun. I love stunning. I think it's fun. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's like a adrenaline like especially learning a new skill it's like a adrenaline rush because you just want to hit the skill already so you just keep repping it out and repping it out Mm -hmm. until you actually get it it just it takes away it takes away your um it just takes away from everything that you're that you go through right oh for sure uh whether it's through you know personal whether you have something personal going on outside of cheer and you have to deal with it whether it's family whether it's uh boyfriend or girlfriend or relatives whatever school it's it's just it just takes you to a different world Mm -hmm. and that's that's what i like about it um but now during high school what were some of those challenging moments that that you've had to face through cheer so during high school um it was it was like my first me trying out on the team I think it was like a week later, my mom had started mentioning about moving to Oklahoma and stuff. I kind of thought she was just playing or whatever, because we had just moved from Oklahoma like the year before. So I thought she was kind of like playing and she wasn't playing. 
And then um, cheer trials are usually held at the end of the year. So like high school is about to be out. So then when I left high school, she um, she moved to Oklahoma and she was like, you can either move with me or you're going to have to find somewhere to stay while you're here. And I was like, I don't know that many people here and I just can't go live with someone that I just don't know people out here like that. But I did have a girl in one of my math classes who me and her were really good friends in that math class. And I ended up um, texting her and I was like, do you think it, your mom would mind if I like stayed with you for a little bit? Because I wasn't going to, I mean, when I kind of, I was thinking I was like a month deep into cheer already. I kind of went to cheer camp and all that. And I was like, I actually really like it. And I just don't want to throw it all away just to go move back to somewhere I didn't like at all. So then her, her mom and my mom had met up and then they talked about it and then it was good. We were good to go. And then I think it was like a few months later and I was, I had a job. Um, I was working at a pizza place and um, my mom or my stepdad would usually take me back and forth to work. But when they moved, I still had that job and I didn't have a car. The girl I lived with didn't have a car. Her mom was the only one who had a vehicle, but her mom worked like all day. So I had no transportation to work. I didn't have transportation to the gym I was cheering at. Um, so it was hard. I mean, there were people going out of their way from like Belton. I don't know if you know where that's at, but it's kind of like an hour from, not even an hour, but like 45 minutes from where I live. So there were people going out their way to like drive from there, pick me up and then drive back and then drive me back. So it was it was definitely a long process and I think things kind of got hard like I was chilling up until like maybe October November I started missing my family and it just kind of got hard financially because I mean I didn't have a job anymore I didn't there was nowhere for me to really work because I didn't have a car and I was only 17 and I had cheer and cheer took up like doing all-star cheer and high school cheer my schedule was definitely like there I like woke up, school, cheer, go to bed, wake up, school, cheer, go to bed. And that was an everyday thing, even every weekend too. So I really didn't mm -hmm. have no time to make money. I didn't really have time for myself, if that makes sense. So I kind of hit like a really hard, um, I hit like a really hard part in like November, October. And the lady that I was living with, she, went, she was basically telling me that I was gonna have to move out because she couldn't provide for me. Um, my family at the time, they weren't sending her money for me. They weren't even trying to help her with me. And I don't require a lot. I mean, as long as I'm fed, I'm good, honestly. <laughs> so I don't require a lot, but it's just little things like that. Because she has two other kids. She has a daughter my age, and she had a daughter who was like nine at the time. So she had two other kids, and she had other things to deal with. And then she has this other man in her house. So she doesn't know how to provide for all three of us, plus everything yeah. she has to deal with. So she was, was thinking about kicking me out. She, we had a conversation about it. And she was like, if one of your family members don't at least try to help support, then you're going to have to, like, go. And I was wow. like, oh, shit, like, where am I supposed to go? I Like, at that point, I really had nowhere to go. I mean, I had some cheer friends, but I wasn't going to go through that process again with people. And then, so I don't know what happened. I guess she just had like a change of heart because I ended up staying up until the next year. I think I'm, I moved in in like July or June and I moved out like the next year, June or probably earlier than that, honestly, probably May. And then, so that year was kind of a hiccup in my cheering career, but that kind of didn't stop me from cheering. I mean, if anything, I progressed so much that year. 
I think all that frustration and anger that I just had with my family and stuff and not being able to like do what I wanted to do for myself, I put it into cheer and it kind of made me push myself really hard. Like I was in the gym all the time. Um, I was on like two to three teams too. Cause you can like, you can double team or whatever at um, gym, certain gyms, you can double team. And I was on like two to three teams at a time. So I'm going to work in on this team, this other team, this other team. And that's just an all-star. Then I have a high school team that I'm also mm-hmm. working with. So that year was definitely a hiccup. But after that year, things definitely got so much better. Um, there's a girl on that I cheered with. Her name is Jace. Uh, I call her like my sister now because I've, I've lived with them for like four or five years now. I think it's been five years now I've lived with them. And it was so random because we didn't really talk that much. And then I was like, hey, because my mom had told me she was moving back to Texas. And I didn't believe her, but I was like, uh, it's worth a shot. So I was like, hey, is it okay if I stay with you for a few weeks? Um, my mom's supposed to be moving back and I don't want to leave because I was definitely going to have to move back to Oklahoma if I didn't find out where to stay and if my mom didn't come back. So um, I asked her and she was like, yeah, that's fine. Uh, she talked to her parents and they were like, they were cool with it. And then one thing turned to the next. And then like five years later, I'm still with them. And that was definitely an amazing time frame for that. I mean, they did everything for me. Like they helped me with everything financially, just everything took me back and forth to practice. And they had, they had really busy schedules too. Like me and my sister were both in high school we're both cheering. And then Mrs. Jody, Mr. Brent, they had their own jobs. So everyone was always busy, but they still made time to make sure I got to cheer practice and that I had a ride from cheer practice where they would pick me up. And they they went out of their way for a lot of things, which I'm forever grateful for, because I don't think a lot of people would go out their way to do that for just a random person that you had just met. But they definitely went out their way for me. And then... Um, Why... Why cheer though? Why did you put yourself through all that those challenges? Honestly, that <laughs> that's something you never really just know. I mean, you have a feeling inside of you. I mean, because I had I had asked um, Mrs. Jody the same question, and she was like, "I seen something in you." Same with my chair coach in high school. She was just like, "I had seen something in you," and I couldn't mm-hmm. put my finger on it, but I just seen like some I seen potential in you to be like one of the best. And I was like, okay, I didn't see it at the time. I didn't see it. So I was like, okay. And then now that I'm thinking back, if I didn't go out my way and risk what I did risk, I wouldn't be in nowhere near my position at all. I don't think I would definitely be in this position at all. I think you just kind of risk it and you just go with the flow and see what happens type thing. So I hadn't, I didn't have like a set, um, mindset towards it but it was just kind of like you never you don't know until you try you don't know until you try type thing Mm -hmm. that's it's always um the what if yeah the what the what if uh feeling of what if i become so good that i that i actually enjoyed yeah or what if i what if i don't do it and i'm gonna be okay or i'm gonna hate it Mm -hmm. and there's so many people that are either listening or they go through it. Even myself, I, I, there's so many times that I've had though. No, what if I, what if I stop making this podcast? What would happen? 
would I hate myself? Would I would I let a lot of people down? Because mm-hmm. a lot of people really felt inspired through this. Yeah. Like really, either one person or or a thousand people have felt some type of way about this. Because looking back now, you're like, wow, I can't believe I I, I, I was I went through this. Yeah, and I was only sixteen too. I was, sixteen, man. I was 16. only sixteen when I just jumped myself out like that. Not a lot of people will do that, but I don't know why. I just felt bold. So after I graduated high school, um, I wasn't cheering out my all-star job anymore. I ended up going to TJC, which is on a Tyler Junior College. It's kind of like, it's by Athens, Texas. Like It's kind of close mm-hmm. to where TVCC is, like 40 minutes. I went there. Um, not, not my best at all. Like, I think I... Uh-huh. I was distracted, really. I mean, it's college. You get into college. Yeah, yeah. the first couple of the, weeks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, get into, you get into college. Um, I also ended up in, like, a relationship with someone. It's just not good for me. And then I was out partying a lot. I wasn't – I was not going to my classes. Like, I just wasn't doing what I should have been doing. I wasn't doing my job. And then mm-hmm. it obviously cost me the end. Like, I ended up getting put on academic probation. And then, honestly, me and my, and at the same time, around that same time, I think it was like a week or two before I went back to college, I ended up getting to a car accident and totaling my car, like, completely. So then, me and my family, we had, like, a sit-down talk, and then they just thought it was best that I stay home the next semester, go to the community college that's in the hometown, and mm-hmm. get my grades up. Um, I could start by cheering out the all-star gym again and then just getting my skills up. Because after that year, I was going to TVCC. Like, I knew I was going to TVCC for sure. After that semester, I just knew I was going there. So I just got my grades up, got my skills up. Um, I was doing the all-star chair. And honestly, I think a lot of people don't realize that you need a setback to have a comeback. Like, for sure, that that semester at TJC was definitely my setback. I started getting weight. I wasn't talking to family as much. I kind of just distanced myself from everybody. And really, all I did was just hang out with the person I was with. And I just wasn't doing my job at all. And then, obviously, it costed me in the end. So that was for sure a setback, like financially, grade-wise, um, mm-hmm. just all that stuff. And then next semester, I was obviously at home, so I had to snap up real quick and I started working I started cheering at the all-star gym got my grades up easily because I just didn't have that distraction and me and that person we ended up breaking up like a month or two in to that semester to my semester moving away so that was really good for me and then I it was some hard decisions I had to make but I definitely had to make them to kind of be where I'm at now with that Mm -hmm. you had to level you had you just basically had to get all distractions out mm-hmm. and a lot of you a lot of people tend to even myself I, I get distracted so much and i'm like eh, you know i'll leave it for it i'll leave it it'll, it'll, it'll happen eventually yeah, you're like, it'll keep happen. pushing it off type thing mm-hmm. just keep pushing it off that, and then it comes back to bite you when i ask quick and you're like wait a second <laughs> months what's going on i'm failing school i'm dropping out no blah, no blah. for real now, I've had so many people, obviously, from TVCC, not so many, but I've had a couple <laughs> guests from that school. I've even had your coach, Vontae. I can't even explain the Valley. Like, there's just no word for the Valley, honestly. 
you just, because you go there, you get all these athletes from all around who are either better than you, the same as you, or not as talented as you, but everyone treats each other the exact same. Like, as soon as you get there, it's like y'all are instantly a big family. Like, mm-hmm. it's, I don't even know how to explain it. It's like, I don't even know how to explain it, honestly. It's like the college, the whole campus, the college, it just feels like a family and like the team. Cause we, we did do everything together. Like absolutely everything from going to McDonald's, acting a fool and eating <laughs> and just ordering a lot of food to driving around at like 3 a.m. blasting music, going to Whataburger, oh <laughs> just sitting in the Whataburger parking lot, listening to music and eating French fries and going shopping, thrift shopping. Like we do, we do a lot of stuff together. It was definitely like a big family and people like you just, it, instantly, fun. it, it was amazing. Like I would, for sure, redo my two years at TVCC if I could. I for sure would. So those are the, I mean, those are always the, those are always the best days. And you start thinking, ah, I don't even think about life. I just think about, you know, the French fries, yeah. music. those are like, those are always the best moments. But going now, obviously, it's not a Spill the Cheer, spill the cheer podcast if we don't talk about down moments yeah well going into tvcc as a rookie obviously you're a rookie on that caliber of college cheerleading so you already know it's going to be hard so you're already mentally preparing and physically preparing yourself because you know it's going to be hard as hell so going into that i was already kind of stressed about that but i trust the people around me so i just let them do their job but um honestly my first semester at tvcc was probably my hardest semester just because I'm going to a different college and I'm with all these people who are like my best friends and stuff, but I'm having like family with like withdrawals, if that makes sense. Like I miss my family. And I think honestly, two weeks into my TVCC semester, one of the girls from my high school had died and we were really, really good friends. And she had been battling this, she'd been battling this cancer for so long and it came back in it happened so that obviously put me very very down and I think that was kind of like my depression there like I wasn't really talking to anybody I was staying in my room I was just I was I just wasn't me and the coaches and the people around kind of knew what was going on or they knew what was going on so they definitely were helping me they were there for me every moment they were setting up stuff for me like they they definitely helped me get out of that, and I still sometimes struggle with it. Just thinking about it and stuff, I still sometimes struggle with it. But they definitely helped me. They were there by my side all the time. Would just randomly text me and be like, "Do you want to go get lunch, or do you want to hang out? Do you want to have a sleepover?" Just things like that, and like little things like that might not mean a lot to people, but they mean a lot to someone who is going through it and stuff. So that I would for sure definitely. I I would. I don't even know how to put it into words, but those people were definitely like, they helped me a lot for sure. And things just kind of got better from there. Cause that lasted for like a month or two of just mm-hmm. down like low moments. It definitely lasted for a while. And even my second semester up the Valley, I was still sad about it. Um, but I started cheering at CA again. So I was distracted and it's Daytona season two. So I just distracted with, this that this and that so i didn't have too much time to think about it but then quarantine happened and 
quarantine, you know, you can't go nowhere. Everyone's closed down. So you don't have nothing but time to yourself, like for yourself. Mm-hmm. So you're by yourself. And like that was quarantine was a tough time, but probably one of the best times because you, you get sad and you cry about it and you lay down for however long you do for like a week or whatever. And then, but then you realize that you have a job to do, so you need to snap out of it. And it, not everyone can just snap out of it like that. It takes like building up to do it. Like for, I would say for depression, when people are depressed, you tend to not really do anything at all. Like you just lay in your bed. However you cope with being depressed, like you lay in your bed, you don't clean, you don't shower, you don't do anything for yourself. So like just getting up randomly one day and even going to like go brush your teeth going to go get a cup of water, going to like pick up something off the floor. That's a huge step with people who suffer with depression. And I was definitely one of those people to where I wouldn't clean my room. I wouldn't even go to the bathroom to go pee. But I just wanted to lay in my bed all day. But if it wasn't for those people that were around me, like my teammates and my family, then definitely I would not have gone through what I did at that time. You know what's like the scariest thing sometimes is when you have something in in your mind and it's it's, it's bugging you right mm-hmm. it's 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 you, your soul your soul's not the same the hardest part i think is it's explaining it to someone right mm-hmm. for sure because your explanation what comes out of your words it will not be the same as what you think in, yes. in your head in your heart Right, I don't know if you've ever oh, felt no, those moments where, sure. where, where someone asks you, "How are you doing today?" And you and you tend to say, um, "I'm okay." Yeah, when you're not, I'm doing. Anyway, you're not right, and and then when you tell them, "No, I'm not okay. I just have so many problems." But how, like, how do you tell this person? Well, no, like I have this. It's like it's like a demon, right? There's there, we have so many, we have so many demons, and and I. And a lot of people tend to say like, "Oh no, like everything, like like right now, like we all have demons, right?" For sure. Me, but but we try our best. We try our best to push through it. And and I'm I've always wondered how you know how are you able how are we able to fight that? You know, mm-hmm. how would you fight those? How would you fight those? Like they're in cheer because cheer really plays. I think it really plays a major role on um, a lot of people. I don't know. Uh, there's different sports that makes you feel that in a way. And I've done football. I've done rugby. You know, you know, weightlifting is also one of those feelings where you really get that that sense. But cheerleading, though, that's a whole different yeah area. Um, I would say like battling demons and cheer. Honestly. I don't even know. I try to just not think about stuff while I'm at practice. And it does, like, I if I'm stressed about something or if I'm thinking about one thing heavily, it does interfere with my practice. Like, mm-hmm. I'm the type of person to where I can, like, I don't know if you've heard that saying, leave it at the door before you come into practice or whatever, because, like, don't bring it mm-hmm. on the mat. I'm the absolute worst at that because I will be having a really shitty day. And I will try my best. You can't throw the stunts. Yeah. You can't throw the tumbles or anything. anything. Like, you just don't look like you. Like, and usually when you're around people like that, like TVCC, I've been around them for like two years. So they know me from my head to toe. They know me. And so 
when you're around people like that and when something's bugging you, they, they automatically just know. They automatically know, like, even Vante, Franklin, they automatically know, like, I'll just be over there and they'll just come over and be like, are you okay today? Like, what's going on? Like, everyone just knows, like, everyone just tries to come for you. Like, you won't even say anything to no one, but someone just randomly come up to you, rub your back, give you a hug or whatever. So, like, for me, trying to leave every all my worries out the door is very hard. I try my best, but it's definitely going to be on my face. It's going to be in my performance. It's going to be in what I do. So like, Contagious. Yeah, so if I'm not hitting a stunt that I usually hit 10 out of 10, if I'm not, if I'm being lazy with my tumbling or my jumps, would, and if I'm usually not like that, then people people realize that something's up with you. And usually, anytime I've had a bad day at the Valley, there's not one day where someone hasn't talked to me about it. Like, I'll walk into practice. People are instantly like, are you okay? Like, what's good? Um, and even if it's not at practice, after practice, they'll be like, hey, let's go grab dinner. Let's go talk. So, like, just stuff like that. So, I'm the, <laughs> I don't know about leaving stuff out the door because I'm the worst at it. I try my best, but <laughs> I am the worst at it because you'll definitely feel it. You'll see it in my face. But um, mm-hmm. I'll just say it's... try your best with it, honestly. That's all you can do. Mm-hmm. No, and that's – I mean, that's that's the only thing we can do is really because it, it affects other people. It affects – uh, your stunt partner mm-hmm. it affects what you do around that person if if i'm let's say i'm right next to you derek and you're like you're like ah oh, like that grumpy face or you don't want to talk or anything and i'm like mm-hmm. oh, okay i'm not gonna be near you <laughs> i don't want to see you like and that just makes you even feel worse because you're like man because of my energy because of how it feels other mm-hmm. people don't are not like attracted to that and and then you have an even shittier day, and it's, it's oh, God, it's so bad. Oh, for sure. But I, you know, something that, I, that I've that i noticed, uh, cheerleading, and, and I don't know if, if you can say something about this, is TVCC, uh, like any other school, you know, their standards, mm-hmm. correct? And so... For you now, what would you tell? What would you tell that someone else, that younger self, or someone that's young that wants to try out mm-hmm. and that it's in a similar situation with you about cheer? What would you say to that person? Um, just about going through the same situation and stuff. Honestly, yeah, like you know, you never know what if about cheer. Like, what if I, what if I tried cheer? Like, yeah. what's the worst that can happen? Honestly, I would say go for it. I mean, I did. I just threw myself out there. You you really never know until you do something. Like, everyone goes through falls and setbacks and whatever and trials and tribulations, but you never know unless you actually do it. And you don't want to be that person to where you're like, you get to a certain age, you can't really cheer no more, and just you're going on with life. You don't want to get to that point to where you're like, damn, I wish I could have done that. Or like, damn, I wish I could have went for mm-hmm. it and stuff. That was kind of my mindset, like, Cause you only get you only get that opportunity once. Like honestly, you don't you don't have many opportunities to, to cheer in high school. High school is only so long. College cheer is only so long. All star cheer you can do it forever, but it's really only so long. But um, just go for it, cause you're not gonna you're you won't get an opportunity like that again, and you don't want to regret not doing it when you get older. Cause you never know, you could be the next. You could be the next best in cheer, honestly. Like, you could be a celebrity in cheer. You could 
be on Team USA. You could be doing crazy things, but you don't know unless you try. To help a mark, you just have to be in it. You just have to come join it or something because you really cannot explain the feeling that cheer gives you. I mean, you it's like a family, but it's like it's more than a family. It's like... It's a safe. It's like it's, it's like a blanket. Like, like a safe haven. Like more. a comfort. Mm-hmm. It's a comfort. Yes. For sure. And like, even like people... Like, Sav, I've met friends, like, years ago, like, like five years ago from Cheer, and I still talk to those friends. Like, they're still there for me, and I'm there for them, vice versa. Like, you just meet people in Cheer, and those are your friends for life. Like, they don't go anywhere. And even the coaches, those coaches don't go anywhere. They're still there for you. They'll still text you and check on you. Cheer is just, like, you can't explain it unless you've been in it. 